Illica is a pioneer in solid-state battery technology, enabling solutions for applications such as industrial IoT, medtech, EV and consumer electronics. Now, this week the company's announced its half-year report for the six months ended 31st of October 2023. Joining me today to discuss the news is Illica CEO Graham Purdy and CFO Jason Stewart. Guys, good morning to you both. Good morning. Morning, Giles. How are you doing? Very good, thank you. Um, just starting with you, Jason, do you think the first half performance was aligned with expectations? Yeah, I think we've uh, performed very well um, in line, if not slightly ahead. Uh, so strong revenue, especially if you look back year on year to the position at the half year last year. Uh, and really that's underpinned on the revenue side by strong pull forward of our grant funding from the history project that we announced last year, uh, with that being somewhat more front-end loaded than we expected from the £2.8 million that spread over that two-year period. Uh, and that really has underpinned the, the start of the good performance with uh, strong revenue. From an operational side, we've done uh, a good performance in terms of managing our cost base. Uh, and from that has really come on the back of our Certec Tech transfer for the Stereox product that has allowed us to manage our cost base around some of the more uh, expensive clean room operations that we've now transferred over as part of that process. And then finally, with some of our other grant funded activity, such as the system project where we're working with MPAC on our assembly line, that's allowed us to seek grant funding to underpin some of our capital purchases. And those three items together really come to support that strong cash position that we've ended up with at the half year of 13.2 million pounds. So all in all, a good performance in line, if not slightly ahead of our expectations. Sounds good. Okay, just turning to you, Graham. Now that you've reached lithium-ion energy density parity with your Goliath cells, what is next? Well, we've got two efforts that are running in parallel. On the one hand, we've got the productization, if I can use that word, of the D4 data point, which then translates directly onto our P1 prototype. Uh, and that's a testing program to fully characterize the P1 cells. So we're making batches of identical cells, putting them through a structured testing program and then releasing them to our customers for evaluation and, and further testing. Um, and then in parallel, we're also driving forward with our data point roadmap. So going through D4 all the way through to D8 eventually, at the end of our current history grant-funded program in Q1 2025. Uh, and then that, in turn, uh, will become the basis for um, the P2 prototype, uh, which is actually our, our minimum viable product and will form the basis for what the automotive industry calls A-cells. Jason mentioned earlier Surtec. Could you explain for us, though, how your relationship with Surtec fits into your long-term plans for Stereox? Yeah, well, um, you know, Surtec have taken a 10-year technology transfer uh, license to the uh, Stereox products. Uh, we have transferred uh, our key equipment set across to the U.S., uh, and that was currently being installed 
uh, at the Lowell facility in Massachusetts. Um, that is being uh, then qualified and made ready for production in the course of the next six months. Um, and Certec also actually take the lead in um, commercializing the Steriax product. And in fact, just last week, we were on a stand with them uh, at the NANS show, which is the North American Neurostimulation Show uh, over in San Diego. And um, yeah, they're really helping drive forward the uh, commercialization and the commercial demand for the Steriax products. And we expect to work with them to ramp up production and uh, ramp up the commercialization of the products over the next few years. Sounds like a progress has been made. How are the sector trends and regulatory changes supporting your development process, particularly with EVs? Yeah, now talking again about uh, Goliath cells, I mean, you know, there is a lot of regulatory driven uh, transformation going on in the automotive sector. Um, <clears throat> clearly, in Europe, uh, we've got a, a 2035 deadline, um, after which uh, ICEs, or, or normal combustion engine-driven cars, uh, will um, will no longer be available. So EVs uh, will dominate the new car market. Um, clearly, the automotive companies are preparing for that. And so that uh, that regulation is important for, for driving the pace of transformation. Of course. Do you think this could be a break you, uh, breakthrough year for Ilica, either financially or operationally? Well, you know, there's lots to look forward to this year. Um, first of all, we'll be building with um, the the Certec um, efforts hand in hand with um, the the Certec agreement ramp up as we commission that equipment and uh, ramp up the the co-marketing activities that we've got there. So uh, we're getting ready then uh, to supply customers and um, and meet that commercial demand. And then on the Goliath side of the business, you know, as we move through those milestones and uh, share product with customers, um, we'll be able to firm up some of those agreements and make them increasingly commercial uh, as, uh, uh, as, as the batteries demonstrate their potential. Sounds good. Okay. Joining us today was Graham Purdy, the CEO, and Jason Stewart, the CFO at Illica. Guys, thanks for joining us on Directors Talk today. Thanks, Thank Giles. It's been a pleasure. Thanks very much.